0: Your radio target is locked and you have reached Striping. Webmaster Radio's microphones stretch out across the Atlantic to bring you Striping. Our expert informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now Webmaster Radio presents
1: (laughs) Striping. Welcome to Strike Point. We can go live to the to the podcast, of course. I wonder, I wonder if they heard the bit where we said about Eddie only having a one inch penis and showing it to everybody in uh, San Jose last year. I've never heard <laughs> that
2: bit. Oh yeah, and San Jose is coming up.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
2: Yeah. Anybody who hasn't been to the Search Engine Strategy show in San Jose should definitely go. That is, oh, you know, to me at least, that's the best show of the year. Yeah. De- well, it's, I mean, it's
1: it's the hometown of Google and Yahoo and places like that, isn't it? So. They always throw really hot
2: parties all over. I mean, it's, the
1: it's, it's a home party of
2: a lot of very important technology. Uh, it's it's the home of the majority of storage ever done. <laughs> I mean, it's, and it, it's you know, if you like good weather, California is just such a nice place to be.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, what's but, our show about tonight, anyway? Seeing we, we should really, Thing like, we are on the radio now and... We can stop chatting about normal stuff and let's get on to what we are going to talk about.
2: Yeah, maybe, um, we, maybe we should actually go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, we actually put together a small agenda today. Uh, as usual, we're just probably just going to blab about anything as we go. Um, we have something going on on, on trusted domains and sub domains, some domain stuff going today. Uh, last time, Dave decided to have a party Instead of attending his job on the radio so um i was I was lucky enough to get um jason duke to um to do the, the show with me and we talked a little bit about um the various kinds of malicious hacking and and and, and exploiting of systems going on and and interesting enough today a story came up with um PayPal being hacked exactly the same way we told you all about last week so um we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, oh, yeah, there's been an interesting story coming up in Denmark. Once again, once again, a local SEO company makes a fool of themselves in what I would call a local PR disaster. Guys, watch out what you write in your PR releases and make sure that, that it holds on. So, we're going to talk a little bit about that. You want to move on, Dave? Uh,
1: do we what have one more. Bill uh, leaves <laughs> Microsoft.
2: Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah.
1: And what happens? The stock goes up.
2: Which is interesting.
1: <laughs> I wonder
2: why that happens. You know, I, I wonder what would have happened if Steve Ballmer had left.
1: Yeah, stock stock probably went really right up through the roof.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. He seems like a pretty clever guy. Yeah. Anyway, it seems like uh, Bill is now off for, um, for all his uh, charity work. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. He, he does have a lot of a lot of gold to do charity with. So um, I hope he gets around.
1: Yeah, and again, he's, he's been he's been very very charitable with his um, search engine and spammers. So
2: yeah, I mean he is he is very very um, very nice to us to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's been some cloaking talk again this week. Interesting enough, uh, this time about uh, the New York Times and uh, newspapers in general having uh, password protected uh, or hidden content the feeding to the engines, and there's been a huge discussion about that. So, once again, we're going to talk cloaking or not. But I guess uh, it's about time to give our sponsors just a few words before we move on to the real show. This time, we should be able to hear everything that goes on. So, um, yeah, I roll it.
0: Oh, yeah. Sit tight and don't move. <laughs> Strike Point will be right back. Ooh, that won't do...
1: Google AdSense. How do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site, so my visitors keep clicking
3: throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads, and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com AdSense now.
4: You know about one out of five visitors are immediately bouncing off your site? Now monetize this bouncing traffic with StopBounce.com. Log on to StopBounce.com today and discover how easy it is to generate revenue from this previously untapped source. All while enhancing user experience. Earn money for each visitor leaving your site now with StopBounce.com. Turn lost opportunities into found profits. ClickTracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web
3: analytics programs
4: on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, ClickTracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what ClickTracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune.
0: Oh, my God. Right, I know.
2: I don't like it. <laughs> Speaking of a girl named... Yeah, yeah, girl.
0: Welcome to the new world, Madonna, Madonna, the hottest woman in the world, <laughs>
2: bounce a quarter off those buns, Madonna, speaking of a girl name, yeah, yeah, speaking of a girl name, yeah, yeah,
0: women love a good dancer and they love a good kisser, I like that, I like that, dude, you are so cool, cool. Cool, Isn't that the funniest thing? Smoocher. Speaking sure. of a girl named. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of a girl named. Yeah, yeah. And Tech Connect. Thursday, following the daily search. <laughs> Only on Webmaster radio.fm. I always liked my name,
3: but now I'm having to hear
0: now back to Strike Point, only on Webmaster Radio FM. Now here's your host.
1: Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. Um, this is how we normally start the shows, but obviously the production team thought it'd be funny not to let us know about it last time. So we're going to move straight into our first article, which is well, how to get a billion pages into Google. It's we noticed this a few weeks ago in a lot of the private forums and obviously we kept it quiet because hey it was another spammer doing a spamming job so we didn't really want people shouting about it and outing it and all the rest of it. So basically the problem that Google's got or the problem that Google's got at the moment is two things trusted domains and sub subs. So I'm not too sure why they've got a problem with sub-subs, because they they fixed this ages ago. Now, what I mean by a sub-sub is that everyone knows that you can put out a domain name there that is basically like like my domain name, davidnaylor.co.uk, and if I put a subdomain on there, like spam, yes, yeah, so I get spam.davidnaylor.co.uk, if I put black.spam.davidnaylor.co.uk, that's a sub-sub. So quite easy, really. I mean, you'd think that would be one of the easiest things to pick up on. But apparently, no. It's one guy went out there and just picked up a, a very large database of keywords and just started throwing them into sub-subs. And I think at the last count, he had something like about 9 billion pages indexed.
2: I think it was about that, wasn't it, Michael? Yeah, actually, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> but it's probably a very
1: high number. Yeah, I mean, we're talking real big. Big, silly-ass numbers. If you... Um, Threadwatch ran a piece on it. Let me just see if I can find where it is. And one of the guys over there, basically, had screenshotted a load. Grey Wolf. Big shout out to Grey Wolf. I'm a big fan of his, and if you don't read his blog, why not, idiots? Um, you should be. Yeah, um, one of his sites was ieqz2q.org, which ended up with $5 billion. Pages indexed. Oh, my god! Yeah, seriously. And then when you start going through the rest of the stuff that you got, um, G-E-K-U-H dot org. You may notice a little pattern coming on here at the moment with the dot orgs. Um, hey, Danny Sullivan's entered the room. Big shout out to Danny. Um, that guy had 63 million. When you started adding them all up, it came to around about 9 billion. Now... That's an awful lot.
2: I mean, it's just too... I can't recall, I can't recall any other side uh, that I've been around that had any kind of index numbers like that.
1: No. I mean, I've been watching this guy for most probably 18 months or something like that. And the biggest I've seen him get indexed was half a million. Okay, so when I saw this one start to come in, I was like, ooh, quick check on the who is. I mean, the big thing about this, he was running six or seven of these off the same IP address and they were all getting millions and millions of pages. I'm like, Jesus, I, this has gone absolutely crazy. And it's it astounds me, yeah. I think one of the main problems is is that when they brought out the Big Daddy, yeah, which you have to understand that it's it's not like an update. Yeah, this is an infrastructure change, this is the way that the OPIC scoring right at the root level changed. Now from my understanding yeah, and I'm sure someone can correct me if I'm wrong here um, Google were running originally around about 32 different signals on the OPIC scoring and then moved it up to 120, 130 somewhere around that figure just on the initial crawl now that gives much more Errors, (laughs) Errors, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, so you're basically at the situation where, where they were looking at 30 different ways of scoring something. Now if you've got 128 different ways of scoring something, all of a sudden you, you can run into, oh, this H1 tag here, that's a good score. But if you've got H1 tag three times on the page, that could be a bad score. So it goes round and round and round and round. And it's not just how the scoring values work, it's the exact order of how the scoring values have to be placed one at a time, overlaid, and you basically look at it and go, that has given us 20% fail rate, put this new signal in, it's taken it down to 15%, put this new signal in, down to 5%, oh, we're going good now, another signal goes in, oops, we've got a fail rate of 80%. So more signals go in, and if they can't bring it back down to a uh, a level which is acceptable in their eyes, they've got to roll it back and start all over again. And I still see rollbacks each day, or what look like rollbacks. Um, SERPs jumping from a couple of million to, whoa, chat room goes crazy. Um, oh, yeah, So <laughs> yeah, it's it's like maybe somebody doesn't like us anymore, I don't know. So they, as they roll it back and roll it forward, you see massive changes. Now, me and Danny were playing with this, um, and we've got a little test going at the moment. By, and I was going to show you an example of what had happened um, just by the fact that David Nailer is a trusted domain. God knows why, because people would know for a fact that if I was doing anything, I'm going to be doing crazy things with my own domains. And I did a little article about buying Viagra and the spamming Google. So my latest post is actually the, my Google sitemaps one. You can see from my sitemaps thing that my second most search query was buy Viagra. Now in the UK, I was actually hash one for the keyword buy Viagra. In the com, I was hash eight. So I'm like, this can't be right. So me and Danny had a look at it and the only thing that we could pull it back from was that there was one deep link going to that page from a highly trusted domain, which happens to be search engine watch blog, um, that Danny, all he put in there was like other things that you should read. It was a list of things and that one link that was basically by Viagra spamming Google. So. I'm like, this can't, this can't be true. You know what I mean? We can't be getting a trusted domain to rank straight away within 48 hours for something as competitive and as spammed as by Viagra. So we've been running some more tests and hopefully by the end of the week if Google settles down we can actually release some results on this.
2: and yeah, and that—that that is really, you know, the 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 second part of of things like this is that one thing start appearing very fast and disappearing very fast, and 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 you see rollbacks and 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 sudden changes. Uh, trying to hunt down what is actually going on can turn out a true nightmare. And and you know, to me, sometimes it just pays off, you know, being a little patient and give it any, a, a, a few days before uh, uh, trying to analyze something uh, on the move. <laughs>
1: yeah oh yeah I mean never ever ever look at anything that is is moving quickly, just wait until it it, it goes static um now everyone if everyone doesn't know yeah if you ever want to get an insight into Danny Sullivan, go to his personal blog yeah it's daggle.com, dot com d a g g l e dot com okay and you'll find that danny's just got himself a Sky HD box, which absolutely means nothing to most people listening to this radio show, but it's where we're running a little test at the moment. So if you have a look at that search query, you'll notice that Danny's title is certainly outstripping me for that keyword phrase, upgrading Sky HD box. Uh, But you can see I've slipped in at number three, which is kind of nice. When you start going down to the short tail on this, Um, and Sky HD Box, I think at the moment, Danny's nowhere to be... uh, Where's he at? We'll find him. Well, I'm sat at 13th in the Co.uk. Danny is... I think he was... Page 3 or page 4, which is ludicrous. Danny's site has got so much content and information about the Sky HD Box, and all I did is just wrote a little article saying hey, Danny's got one of these, and link to him. Now, how the hell, yeah, can Google be looking at that and saying, this is more relevant content? You know what I mean? Out of all the, out of all the websites that are uh, talking about the Sky HD, um, why the hell should DavidNaylor.co.uk, which, self-confessed, yeah, is a blog about search engines and spamming, Yeah. So why the hell would that rank? You know what I mean? The, the site's not themed about it. You know what I mean? There's a, a certain forum owner recently been going on about um, that Google was so easy to get to, to game and all it was was about links and when they changed it all, all these so-called SEOs that have built their reputations about it. Um, you know what I mean? They're going to go out of business. And it's like... And then he goes on to say about the fact that it's more about um, site theming and on-page content and all this kind of thing. And it's nothing. It's nothing to do with that. It's authority of site, yeah, and a bit of OPIC, on-page importance criteria. And to me, if that's the case, yeah, that's ludicrous. You know what I mean? For me to be ranking, as I said earlier, for this upgrading sky HD box yeah and sky HD box my site's nothing to do about it yeah my site's got no links yeah about the sky HD box whatsoever so yeah it's like Danny just pointed out there the you know I mean I'm he's posting the chat room yeah Um, and I'm number 14 and all I'm doing is linking to Danny how does that work where, where where is the quality in that? Yeah, yeah. Danny's, it's like, Danny's posting in the chat room now. He's like buried at fiftieth, yeah, and I'm ranking at thirteen.
2: Truly, um, it, it it doesn't make sense. But as we discussed before, and I even think we, we talked about it a little bit last week with Jason too, is is the general uh, uh, dominance that are given to domains, and even as you started out talking about subdomains and possibly sub subdomains uh, the kind of, of, of extreme value that, that is giving to that uh, these days I am a lunatic and it doesn't really just go for, for Google because I'm seeing uh, similar stuff uh, specifically over here uh, uh, happening uh, with MSN Um <coughs> sorry about that, I've been having a bad throat all week so um, my voice is kind of strange anyway we've been seeing this across uh, uh, many engines uh, uh, happening and, and I'm kind of wondering uh, why they they all got got back to, to favoring um, trusted domains that much. Yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't make that much sense to do.
1: Well, I mean, it's, uh, most people listening to this radio show will will know what the boosting algo is. Yeah. Okay. And I think that the knob's just too highly wound on that and. And you can see just by looking at the SERPs with all like the ACUK splattered all over the place, the EDUs, uh, and sites that are ranking for keywords that really should not be ranking for those sort of keywords. It's, um, it is, it's ludicrous. You know what I mean? It really, really is ludicrous. Um, and I'd have loved to show you the Buy Bi- Viagra one, but it appears that we had a little roll around earlier on today and it disappeared. But the David Naylor blog was actually ranking number one for buy Viagra in the UK. <laughs> and I'm like, it, it's, I don't know. So how much did you sell? Yeah, uh, well, a
2: bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> but that's don't it, tell me that's you a, didn't redirect that, that traffic into something. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, and I've most probably lost my trusted domain status. I'm going to... What we'll do is we'll run a commercial break now, and I'll have a quick look at my trusted domain status and see if it's uh, being totally hashed. So I can't say Eddie run commercials because Eddie's in New York, but run commercials.
0: Sit tight and don't move. Strike Point We'll be right back. Ooh, that won't do.
3: You wouldn't just tell your web hosting company to just give you the next available random domain name, so don't do that with your phone number. A toll-free number that matches your company name or service can be invaluable and give you an instant nationwide brand name. Try the free Vanity number search engine at tollfreenumbers.com. But don't wait, because 1-800-YOUR-NAME may never be available again. tollfreenumbers.com.
4: With over 30,000 clients and eight years of experience, West Host is not your basement hosting company. Starting at three ninety five dollars a month, West Host offers the lowest price virtual private server technology in the industry, yet they don't sacrifice their world-class data center or superior 24-7 client support. Sign up at westhost.com today and get the hosting technology and real support your business needs at prices you can't find from other hosts. Westhost.com. That's westhost.com. W-E-S-T-H. Com, when you expect more from your web host.
0: Now back to Strike Point only on webmasterradio.fm Now, here's your host.
2: Okay, we are back again to Strike Point with Miguel DeMip and Dave Naylor and uh, it looks like we are on the attack in the chat room someone must really, really enjoy our show so much that they have to, to hack the chat room. Or maybe it's just uh, because it's on, on, on some some obscure channel. I don't know. I don't know what really is going on. I have no idea. It's like, it's, it's, it's years ago that, that I really used IRC a lot, and, and now doing all the radio, kind of forced back into that old world. It works okay, but my skills are definitely kind of rusty at this point. So I'm not actually sure what's going on. Do you know, know what's going on, Dave? <laughs> no, it's most probably I help you. Yeah, he probably sent his secret army of hackers around to, to try and bust our show. Uh I don't know. No, it's it's you know, we don't have anything, you know. It's why are we making acquisitions like that, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. Um so let's move on. What did you find out about your domain? You were looking for your trusted status on your domain after being uh, top-ranked for Bi- Viagra. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I think I'm still trusted. Maybe the <laughs> pages are not trusted. Um, I'll have to wait and see when Matt gets back off his holiday if he really gives me a right slapping or
2: not. <laughs> Talking about trust, um, did you see that, um, that PayPal hack uh, that was going on. This uh, I think it was today or yesterday. They, they discovered. I'm just going to post a link in the chat. when there's a small news article about it oh. on um, software.silicon.com. Uh the, the 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 thing is that apparently they got hack using some kind of cross site scripting. In other words, uh, hackers managed to get uh, um, external code executed on PayPal, and they did it in a way that uh, so that they could send out a URL. Uh, in a phishing email to people saying the usual stuff about some some mix-up with the unit username. You have to go to this URL and confirm it. Now, the difference from this phishing attempt to other phishing attempts is that people were oh. actually directed to a PayPal URL, a PayPal SSL URL, and clicking on the uh, on the secure icon, they would get a full valid 256-bit encryption key. So they knew this was PayPal and they knew it was valid the only thing was that it was hacked using uh, cross-site scripting so anything you actually submitted in this form was not sent to paypal but instead sent to um, to the originators of this hack so uh, it's actually very interesting how you can how it's apparently so very very difficult to protect your online uh, uh, application against cross-site scripting uh, um, uh, exploits like this because I'm pretty sure I, I know for you know for sure that PayPal have been doing a lot of work to try and prevent exactly things from this happening and even even though it still does even to PayPal which is kind of interesting because to all of you guys out there if if you think you have much better security staff than PayPal you should still go back and check your application because you probably have holes just like they do. Yeah. Um it's, it's it's interesting. I mean the the main thing I mean, one of the big uses
1: of cross site scripting of course is embedding links into people's websites. Once you've done that and it's on a trusted domain, then of course you just use a some like tiny URL, throw a link to it and hey presto the search engine picks it up and before you know it, you've got links from a trusted domain and you would not believe yeah. How many websites at this
2: moment, yeah, are susceptible to this cross um, cross oh, yeah. scripting? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I found. I mean, we've discussed this a few times, and I found uh, very prominent sites, uh, local in, in in Denmark, across Europe, and in the US. Go through the Alexa top five hundred, and you find your first fifty sites. <laughs>
1: yeah, C gate I mean,
2: was open it, for it. And, and I mean that's just uh, as, as we discussed. Uh, 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 HTML injection, uh, inserting your own links is, is just—I wouldn't even call it true hacking—and I, and I don't even think you would be penalized in most in most countries. You would probably not get the death penalty for this. Uh, so I mean it's not very very bad. But once you move into a, a to a JavaScript injection or even SQL injection then you're definitely moving into the very criminal area. <laughs> you shouldn't play around with that uh, for anything else but your own site. Um, but but the interesting thing is, with uh, if we go back to HTML injection, injection of links on, on other people's uh, sites, um, I don't know how much you've actually been testing on this, Dave, but it looks very much to me like Google actually have implemented some kind of filtering to try and avoid this. MSN don't, and Yahoo don't, but Google definitely seems like they... They have, and I never got confirmation from Matt or anybody else on whether they have some filtering dealing with uh, with cross-site scripting or HTML injection, to be more precise, uh, injecting links. Because it seems that, you know, to be honest, I had a bunch of uh, XSS links uh, indexed across some sites, and they all got booted at once. and There was no nothing uh, connecting them. So I was just, you know, and it was only in Google. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they came up with some filtering. It it, it should be pretty f- easy for them to make a filtering uh, to avoid the majority of those kind of links. It is
1: if you can... If if they can find it as a standalone page, then they, they can sort it because what tends to happen with uh, HTML injection is that the footprint of whatever page you're injecting changes. Okay, so if it's a database-type website, yeah... Um, it's got a search function on, it, which is one of the most common ones for the injection. Uh, all the other pages wouldn't have where you put the injection in, so the footprint would be slightly different. And if you w- if the, you're clever enough, you can work out. Well, obviously Google's got a lot of PhDs, so they should be clever enough, shouldn't they? But they can work out that this front this this footprint here is different to all the other pages. I have recently seen backlinks starting to show up in Google from injections. So, maybe... Yeah, I still see a few,
2: but but I just, you know, there were so many more at some point, and then suddenly it dropped dramatically, and, and I don't think they have a perfect filter. No, nothing is perfect in this world, but no. I, I do think they have some kind of filtering uh, limiting it. So, this game of HTML injection links may have, you know, may have, have already passed to some degree, although it still works in Amazon and Yahoo, so...
1: We I mean, like that yeah. one. Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem is, is that even while it's... you know, what I mean, it's, as they get cleverer, yeah, it, w- you know, what I mean, it will happen. You know, what I mean, more and more people, yeah, will pick up on the bandwagon and get hold of it. Um, I've just posted one in there for Seagate, um, just to show that these pages are starting to filter through. That's in Yahoo. Let's have a look in. Google, see if they've picked up on any of them. It's just a quick way of testing as well. Just do a site for a domain name. Um, yeah, and Google's clear of it. So you can see that Yahoo's picked up <coughs> on this one, but Google hasn't. Um, but that is the quick way of che- checking. Do a site, site colon, domain name dot com and a keyword that you would not expect to see in there, Yeah. And then just go through the pages. I think Yahoo returned what was it, five pages for the poker one and casino stuff. So you know what I mean it's it's one that you've got to, to watch for. Um, I think Seagate actually fixed their problem, didn't they? I think, did they? Yeah, it looks like they Yeah, for some of the some of the pages they fixed
2: it but but for the search main search page they haven't fixed it.
1: Oh, haven't they?
2: oh yeah. no,
1: why? It's like so stupid of them.
2: It's not a hard fix either. Oh, no, it no. is. It is kind of a hard fix uh, if you want to make it perfect, because there's several ways that you, as you know perfectly, there's several ways you can encrypt an H, a a, a URL. So the special the, the special characters like the the open and the close uh, uh, of attack is what makes it difficult to pass this in, in in a search, because that's what what they're filtering out. Uh, for the for the actual tag not to be executed on the page, so so um, but there's so many ways that you can, or the, at least there's a number of ways you can en- encrypt it, and if you combine those encryptions, you know there are almost endless ways of, of 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 making it. So it does actually make it. You know, it's not just a simple field anyway. But for for any programmer, it you can definitely set up the field that it's not. You know, it's not deep rocket science or anything like that. So it isn't. It indeed. indeed. Yeah. So, yeah but, uh, another thing about, uh, I mean, we keep bringing up this uh, thing about hacking and 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 and, and cross-site scripting, uh, you know. And, and and I'm definitely very careful about it. As I said, I don't think that HTML injection in itself is illegal, but I sure make 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 every effort I can to to color my trace. Uh, Doing JavaScript injection, or square injection, I definitely think is illegal in most countries. Uh, I would I would stay away from from that. So talking about it uh, on this show is also very much about um, making you aware of the problem so you can fix it. And if you don't understand cross-site scripting, how can you fix it? If you don't understand that it it exists, how can you tell your programmers that they need to fix it? And if you do have a website or an online application that takes any kind of user input, search, forms, anything, you, you just have to make sure that they are... Uh, protected probably against cross-site scripting because it can really take down your site. And and the more you implement the more the more client-side or client-layer technology you implement on, on a website on application, uh, the more likely it is that you open up uh, holes um, on 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 um, on, on exploits uh, cross-site scripting exploits. And and specifically, I want to point out one thing that's very. Uh, very uh, modern right now, very fancy right now. Uh, all the AJAX stuff going on. AJAX is great. I um, love AJAX. Uh, 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 having said that, it introduces exactly the kind of layer that can be hacked left and right. If you don't, if you don't really know what you're doing and protecting an application like that uh, against uh, cross-site scripting, uh, so watch out if you're doing AJAX. It increases the likelihood
1: of, of getting hacked. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just post up there the tiny URL one. I mean, Google filters on the tiny URL, of course. But if you could, if you had something similar to that, yeah, then obviously those kind of things can get in de- indexed. Um, the classic ones are the JavaScript ones where you just do a JavaScript document, write and send the page somewhere totally different. Once you've got those indexed, then it, you're cooking on gas, so to speak. Um, but I think we should move away from the hacking side of stuff. Cause either me or you is going to spend time in prison, and it's not a good place to spend time. No,
2: you just got a new house, and I'm just about 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 to buy one. So I'm definitely not going to going to jail anything soon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to a funny little thing because it is, I think, actually in a way funny. There was a local company in Denmark. I don't, I don't usually like to out uh, colleagues in, in in the business, but when when they do stupid things like this, uh, I I don't really care. This company, lead position, uh, as small as a company in Denmark, put out a press release um, uh, yesterday. Uh, claiming that uh, um, almost, I, I don't exactly remember the wording, but that that a high number of companies in Denmark were just about to get booted out of Google because they were spamming, because all the other SEO companies were doing such spammy stuff, and, of course, uh, making sure to point out that they themselves, the position, followed every guideline from Google and would never spam anything and blah, blah, blah. blah the usual... Ethics uh, bullshit. uh, Sorry, but but that's what 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 it is to highlight yourself as being this you know ethical company. So I went to the website. You know, actually the 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 newspaper that that took the press release uh, and actually brought it uh, called me up and asked for a comment, and that was how how I was got got aware of it. So immediately, of course, I went to the uh, to the website of this of this company, and took me about thirty seconds to find hidden links and link spamming and stuff. And not only that. It appeared that most of their doorway kind of pages had got booted from Google because they only had three pages indexed. <laughs> so it's like, hey I mean, guys, if you know, I don't, I don't give a shit about what you do or what you don't do and how how you behave or whatever, you know. But if you put out a press release stating things like you did in that one, you know, you need to make sure that you 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 got everything covered. And in your case, you didn't. I mean, you blew it. Move on. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: it. I mean, I can't believe how many corporate SEOs have kind of like turned to the dark side. I just don't understand that.
2: Yeah,
1: well, because it works. Yeah, Yeah, because it works. Fair one, yeah. (laughs) But if you're going to do it on a corporate site, don't do it. Seriously. Uh, I work with corporates a lot and I would never, ever, ever dream of doing dark stuff on them. It's
2: just stupid. You know what I mean? But it's you know, most often, it's, as we discussed before, most often it it it's basically because you don't need to. Yeah. Because I mean, it, it, when you have these very prominent corporate sites, I mean, building links uh, and they already probably have thousands or millions of links, and, and so I mean, it's so easy to do something on a on a, on a domain or a site like that that can that can really uh, drive a lot of traffic. So you don't need to. Um, most often, at least, you don't need to. To move into any funny stuff, but I mean there are there are good examples. I mean, still the BMW case was a good example of where it may actually did pay out uh, well to 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 um, to go a more creative route because they probably didn't have much search traffic back uh, three years ago when they started all this, um, and it would have taken millions to 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 change it. So for that particular case, it may have been been okay but in general I, I would agree
1: where are we at what should we talk about now mate what time is
2: it I think actually we we need to give our sponsors just a quick break
3: <laughs>
2: and um, no it's not a bad excuse I'm sorry it's not a bad excuse because we don't have more on the agenda we actually do have a few more things on the agenda but no it's not a bad excuse so um, well we do need to give them a bit of time and uh, we do appreciate their sponsors so um, do you want to roll it yeah
0: sit tight and don't move strike point we'll be right back Ooh, that won't do
3: Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Hey Amen, bro. Now that ValueClick Click Media netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenasRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with ValueClick Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit ValueClick Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more winning combination, M-O-N-I-K-E-R dot com. More than a name.
0: Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? What kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are.
3: How you can fish with a fish are? Go to
1: sign up.looksmart.com. Sign Party like a rock star.
3: I thought you were going to stay the night, aren't you? Well, I
0: am. I was originally going to, you know, try and see extra people popping into town. going to have to hook up a few beers and, you know, get stupid back. I almost got the feeling they were tossing back some drinks <laughs> or something. Maybe Matt has finally given up the Sprite.
4: Party like a rock star.
0: It is like after 7 o'clock down here, which means it's way past drinking time. Yep. I think I'm going to head out,
3: and we're going to go to this little club here called the Flying Saucer. Sit out on the patio, drink some Blue Moons. It's
4: party like a rock star.
3: We sit uh, down by the bay and have a like nice evening uh in Canada cocktail. Maybe you and I'll have to throw a party. Let's charge money to spec people in though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would be like the guys in high school charging three bucks a head for the two kegger in the backyard. Hey, that works for me. SEO Rockstars.
0: Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. FM. Now, back to Strike Point, only on Webmaster Now, here's your host.
1: Okay, and welcome back. Let's get straight into cloaking. Now, this is a funny one, this, because Mickle brought this up just before the show started um, on things that we should discuss. And it's a New York Times thing. I just want to just jump back a little bit in time to SES London when there was me and Chris Ramondi from the States talking to Adam from Google. And one of Chris's big beefs was, yeah, exactly what we're going to talk about. And this is when you search for an article on something and Google returns the number one slot and the snippet says exactly what you want, the title says exactly what you want, and you click on it and it goes... To read this, you could to have to pay us $19 to subscribe, you wankers. And that really annoys me. And it annoyed Chris as well. Now, there's been a thread going in um, Search Engine Watch in the forums. I'll post it up. Boom, ching, dink, boom. Um, no shame, money. It's not that other place that we don't love anymore. Um, and basically, what it was was the. Marshall Simmons at the New York Times, the New York Times, he moved over from, was it about.com? Yeah, it was about.com, wasn't it, that he used to do all the SEO for. And basically, they, is it a cloaking or is it not cloaking? Is it a trusted feed? I mean, whichever way you call it, the search engines are getting one content, the user gets a different content. Now, to me, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I think it sucks, um, Michael. Yeah, I mean, it's. Like it's, it.
2: it's, it's uh, I mean, there's been some discussion in the forum about whether whether it's cloaking or not cloaking. I think one of the problems about the discussions of cloaking is that there's no set definition for what IP delivery, cloaking, and the other terms used in this uh, this uh, area uh, is really uh, um, what the definition really is. So, um I don't like you know, I don't like the term some people are suggesting that I P delivery and then is, is like the overall broad term for, for delivering something based on IP and cloaking is then the bad subset of IP delivering. I don't I don't really like that kind of idea because I mean basically uh, you can do personalization in many ways. You don't have to use IP only. You can use other uh, identifiers as well and also you can do cloaking in, in, in other ways than just by IP you could use agent cloaking I wouldn't suggest that but you could do that or you could use other identifiers uh, to to differentiate uh, uh, engines from, from, from users so I don't really like that I just basically like to call the personalization for everything you do to personalize anything for the users and then you know to me, you know, I usually just call it cloaking, you know, that, that works for me. <laughs> anyway, so, but if you if we look at, at, at what they're doing with New York Times, there's no doubt in my mind that it is cloaking. Technically, it's cloaking. Um, now, the next thing is, of course, uh, uh, whether or not uh, um, it's cloaking according to uh, the engine's definitions. There's no doubt that in Google's original definitions, this is cloaking. It's a bit different when you look at, at Yahoo and, and formerly Inktomi's definition of what cloaking is because they already always had a more loose definition and including the intent of what you're doing uh, whether or not you're trying to deceive uh, users. So uh, what I've seen over the years is that most engines have been clever enough to deal with this from a user perspective saying, well, if too many users don't like it, it's deceptive. And if it's cloaking, so what? It doesn't work, kick it, you know? So taking it from a user point of view I think, is wise. That's what they should do. Um, and in this case, I don't like it. You know, you don't like it, Dave. But to be honest, none of us knows whether the majority of users of Google or, or, or any other engine likes this or not. If the majority of users think like you and I, Dave, and don't like it, and, and think that they're getting served bad results in Google, then Google have a problem they need to deal with. It, it's really that simple to me. You know, they've got to watch out for this, from a user experience point of view and not from a technical point of view because technically they could identify a thing like this and I know for a fact that I'm, I'm, I'm so 100% sure that they know what's going on with New York Times because I mean they, they half, the, half the staff probably reads it anyway um, so they know what's going on here and they decided not to do anything about it whether or not that's right you know, I'm going to leave that to Google I don't like it as you don't but but, um, but by the end of the day, it, it, it really matters uh, most is how does it affect the majority of the users? It's like, well,
1: it depends which user you're classifying, doesn't it? If you're classifying me as a user, then... You are. Uh, yeah, then it sucks. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it, if I click on a link, yeah, and Google's telling me this link is about this, yeah, and then I have to pay for it,
2: yeah, that's not
1: right. You know what I mean? Because if I... It's just not right. It's
2: horseshit. shit. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't like it either. I would think Google would be a better search engine to me if they didn't serve them up. Because, you know, basically I'm living in Europe and half the time I see good results in Google or what I think Google is good results in Google. They send me to Washington Post or New York Times or any of the other magazines or, or online forums for that matter because they do it too. Where it's just a snippet of that page and I have to register or log in or do something to actually see it and, and it pisses me off because I'm not getting what I thought I would get.
1: Yeah, no it is, it's one of those things that it, and I mean Chris R had most probably about 20 or 30 different sites that are like this, yeah, with examples and it's like, you, you've got to come to a situation where you say, look, this is, you know, I mean, you either say, in the snippet, to read this article, yeah, you must subscribe to the
2: website. Yeah? yeah, exactly. And I think actually, as far as I recall, uh, I'm pretty sure Google is launching a, a, a program specifically to do that. So they can get in behind a password-protected areas, index things, and then mark it up, just like they do in Google News. In Google News, they do mark it up. So in Google News, you can see the small label called uh, a subscription, so before you click the link, you can decide whether or not you, you want to uh, subscribe, and I would not click on it because i don 't have a subscription and no intention to get one, so that to me would be acceptable,
1: yeah uh, I mean the one thing that got me it, the deal or the deal should be done is that if you get a referrer from Google, yeah, so you do a search in um, New York Times, you get the article you you 're looking for. You click in Google, that referral comes through, then you get the content. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So basically, what happens is that, you, and that's the way that a lot of the other RSS feeders work. If you want the news into our into our news feed, if someone comes from us, you've got to show them their content. If they want to go anywhere else in our site and a subscription then fine, yeah? yeah? If they come back from the same IP from Google again for a different article, then we'll block them. But it's, it's like you get so many free views from Google a day. And, and okay? I mean, any
2: program like that, you know, whether or not I like it or dislike it's not so important. What is important about a program like that is transparency. Because if I can, if I as a user... Can always know what exactly it is Google is serving me up, whether it's organic results, it's a it's approved cloaking, or if, if it's advertising, or whatever kind of of content they give me. If they just label it so I know what it is, and and so I can choose what I like, then then I'm all fine. You know, I just yeah. don't like it when 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 I don't know what it is I'm clicking on.
1: Yeah, I agree totally. And I mean,
2: it, 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 it's it's kind of funny, you know, because in some sense, most of the the, the, the the old-fashioned cloaked, redirected doorway pages that I see around, still popping up in results, are actually less disturbing to me when I accidentally click it, than this in New York Times or other uh, newspapers uh, solutions is, uh, you know, because in those cases, I used to get redirected to the product that I actually searched for. In this case, I get on the right page, so I'm not redirected, but I don't get what I searched for. <laughs> so it's actually more disturbing to me than original uh, cloaking was. Yeah,
1: So yeah, I, I think it's wrong. No matter which way you look at it, I, I can't see how it benefits Google users um, and how it benefits Google. The only person I can see it benefiting is the people hiding behind subscription models and saying, if you want to subscribe to this, uh, if you want to read this article, you've got to pay.
2: And yeah, I suppose I mean. it's
1: a bit like, um, if you cloaked off a load of Viagra content and online poker content, and got it ranking, put a subscription. If you want to read this article, you've got to subscribe at uh, $40. If you want to play v- poker or buy Viagra, click
2: this banner. Would that, <laughs> would that, f- would that fly in Google?
1: You know no. what I mean? It,
2: it's... It, it's it's just ludicrous. It is, it is. So, the um, thing is, you know, the, 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 the problem with a... I mean, I don't know for sure, even though, uh, you know, uh, Marshall Simmons that is working off uh, New York Times is working to deal with these, these things, uh, I've known him for a long time, one of my good friends in this business, I still, you know, I, I, you know, I haven't questioned him, and even if he answered me, he probably wouldn't be quoted here. I don't know whether or not they they do have a direct deal with Google about this or not, but I'm pretty sure that Google do not want to drop New York Times because they yeah. have an awful lot of valuable content that they want in their index, and so they may be willing to compromise on on whatever they they, they think is cloaking or not. But what is is even more, what is most surprising to me is that there are uh, a lot of forms and uh, smaller news publications that do not need to be in Google because you can find similar information on other sites or other forms that do exactly the same thing and they get away with it too and, and some of those sites I don't even have to mention the names because we all know some of them Google definitely know about it's not you know they're big enough for them to know but they're not uh, is unique enough for them to keep, in my mind. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's wrong. But I think, you know, to some degree, some of it comes back, I mean, not in the New York Times case and not in some of the other prominent uh, forms uh, um, case, but on, in, in general, when, when, when uh, we talk about cloaking and whether engines should, should do anything about it or not, we really get back to the same problem that... Um, I think Danny pointed out in the discussion that was going on about this, the forms, um, that you sh- the engine should separate between techniques uh, uh, and, 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 and um, intent or, or, or spam or technology. In other words, regarding cloaking, they shouldn't be so concerned about the fact that people technically personalize or IP deliver or cloak content they should be uh, uh, focused on whether or not it's hurting uh, results. If it's making, if it's hurting a search user experience, then it's a problem. Deal with it. If it's not hurting search user experience, move on. You <laughs> know, um, and and but but it's very you know it's not very difficult to technically identify cloaking. I don't think that the resources it takes to actually do it, like checking every page from a public IP with a generic uh, agent is, you know, the, the kind of resources it takes, I don't think that it pays f- uh, or justifies the improvement in quality that you get from it. But the real problem is that that you would get so many false positives because Google itself would be identified as a cloaking website if they called themselves, which they do. Uh, so I wonder if they put up a cloaking filter, they would actually be uh, ha- have to kick out Google.com. <laughs> that would be kind of funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> They would get too many false positives, you know. So I don't see them get, getting around to doing that at any point. And, I mean, one of, yeah. I mean,
1: someone just I am me something over. I know. Shoe money's I IMing me stuff over as well, dude. I'm on the radio. Stop I amming me. Uh, <laughs> it's oops. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how that got there, Shoe Money. I'm not even going to out that one, mate. Hey, um, okay, what went on there? <laughs> No, he's, he's just saying, you can out that on the radio if you want, and he knows damn well it's me. <laughs>
2: that's,
1: that's just wrong.
2: <laughs> that's just so wrong. Um, okay, well, it's like, maybe maybe we should follow up to our listeners that are not part of the chat room, because I think it, we just got everybody totally confused here. <laughs> yeah, okay, what happened, guys, in the um,
1: She Money, I Am Me, a result? Quite competitive, I guess. Um, and he's like, you can have this one if you want to. And he pinged it over, and it's my website. Yeah, so nice one there, She Money. Um, really threw a, one of those little curveballs at me. Um, okay, I'm going to give a tip to all would-be spammers out there, okay? Find the EDUACUK mailing list, yeah, and mail your spam to them. Huh? Try that. Yeah, the mailing list has been working
2: quite well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that the end of the show, then? I think we're getting close to the end. I, I, I thought you were coming up with some some final points here, some things. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> i was no, no, kind of you, waiting, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Hit the mailing list, guys. Yep. If you, you, uh, you want to hit the mailing list. So I guess I'll see you all next week. I hope you had a good mm-hmm.
2: show. <laughs>